I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I need candy, bubblegum and taffy. Get in my way, punk. You're going to get your ass beat. Nasty. Do it to your dadsies. Embarrass your whole family because you came between a kid and his candy. I need candy. Any kind of do. Don't care if it's nutritious. FDA approved. It's going to make me spaz like Bobcats on booze. Hyperactive juice that only I can produce. A fuel to die and drill. Born straight in the hell. Release the nature demons to the sleep forever fail, to the sleep forever smell. So they can walk upon the earth and get resituated. The Hawk to Die appeals that MCP has created. Hey, welcome to the uh, Blackout Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. Uh, we're in the house on a Sunday morning. Yes, we are. Uh, uh, nothing special about this Sunday. I don't think, uh, I think last Sunday was uh, Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And then like in a couple of Sundays, we get Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. But this Sunday is just regular Sunday, y'all. Just a regular ass Sunday. NBA playoff conference finals Sunday. Woohoo! Um, and also the day uh, after Jay Z and Beyonce uh, tried to shut down the internet with NeverComing.com, which is a movie oh. trailer for a movie that I, I'm assuming is never coming. Yeah! <laughs> they released I it last this. night. Yeah, it's. Um, I was asleep. On the Run Tour is... Uh, oh, to promote that tour? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's going to be the biggest selling tour. I bet you that tour probably going to break records. But have you seen the fucking promo for this shit? No. Like, it's crazy. They, like... They probably spent their own personal money. It's like, we're going to make this a big budget like, movie. Jake Gyllenhaal is in this shit. Oh, shit. Fucking what? Don Cheadle's in this shit. They got the money. They, the people, and you know what? The people probably did this shit for free. They was like, if I do something for you, people recognize my face. Fuck yes, I do it for free. Of course, it was unannounced. Um, Karen, you can see it right here. I, I, matter of fact, let's just watch it. Fuck it. I know it's a physical gag, but fuck it. Let's watch it. <laughs> I just remember this one time he told me when the shit gets bigger than the cat, get rid of the cat. I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. To right now. You're a smart guy. Don't get cocky. Sean Penn in this shit. You nervous, man? Do I look nervous? Oh, you got over there. Oh, shit. Are you hustling? Don Cheadle. Going on is you coming here and you disrespecting me. I don't appreciate it. I think I'm going to call him with him, shit. Don't ask me no questions. Excuse me? Like I said. Jake Gyllenhaal. Ah! Don't fuck with me. You know I got it. Ah! Blake Lively? Why? Why? Because they got them can. I don't blame them. What happens when I have to slip here? Emily Rossum? Oh, the nigga that played Huck from um, Scandal? These niggas 
got so many guns, they shooting up places, <laughs> robbing banks and shit. Hey, I'm my dad. Oh yeah, Rashida Jones and her sister in here. On. I feel like I need one more. You want to get alarmed by the scent of every neighborhood barbecue? But you start to smell the leaves and the trees burning on high level. Deal with that. It's time to bump. You got to take a powder. My problem is I like barbecue. My past ain't pretty, my lady is, my Mercedes is, my baby mama harder than a lot of you niggas, keep it 100, hit the lottery niggas, you ain't bought that life and got a lot of me niggas, to the death, I hope it's I be the niggas, uh. It is weird watching Beyonce have all these guns and be having Jay-Z's back knowing that she didn't fight in the elevator though, that's weird. That's me. Absolutely. You go outside, you say, it wasn't me, but then you bump. They're not here right now. I need you to have a seat, man. What the fuck are you gonna do, man? Who wants that perfect love story anyway? Anyway? Cliche, 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 cliche. It's coming never. <laughs> right. You see all that shit, and then they get to the end. It's like, yeah, it's never coming out. So why? Cause they can, and it's just one of those things. Shit, you pay me. I know I wouldn't fight it, but you pay me the right money. I put some fake guns and fake blood and make a movie. Would you do? Oh my god! But I want to see it though. Even though I don't think Beyonce and Jay Z can act, I still want to see this shit. Shit, I go see it. Yeah, like I would have dvd something shit that's better that's better than half the goddamn movie trailers that they make it's another thing they kept uh under wraps with nobody finding out they just they like coming never.com and then everybody was like what the fuck is this shit and they clicked on it, it's like whoa it's a whole like maybe they're gonna show it during a tour or something i don't know and 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 i and i think my my thing about it is that it's it's quite funny though because uh you know, she was like, who wants that perfect loving anyway? Because everybody done basically, you know, ramshacked their whole relationship. So they're like, this is probably something they probably made a while ago. It's like, you know what? Now's the time to put it out. Fuck it. Yeah. So that was, that shut down the Internet last night. Like, good. everybody on my fucking uh, timeline was talking about NeverComing.com. And these niggas just threw a, a whole fucking movie out for no reason. I, now, I'm still waiting on niggas to Photoshop this. Oh, yeah. Throw, throw, throw some Solange up in there. You know, you got to have, when Beyonce was running, they could have Solange be that. <laughs> uh, everything that uh, my man, uh, my man, uh, uh, Huck from Scandal was doing, put Solange, like, clips from her videos in there, walking towards the camera. It could be real good. Like, the internet yeah. has no roofs. And they never going to let this go. So, you know, they could put Don Cheeto. This gave him another reason to reparty again. Yeah. Take Don Cheeto, put Solange face over him. Like, the they 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 working on it right now. Like Negroes. Oh yeah, some of them probably already up. We just ain't seen them yet. Yeah, black Photoshop artists start working on this shit immediately. One thing I can say about uh, black Photoshop uh, artists is that they are the best, especially the people that are really really good at it. You be like, God damn, that don't that that did did, did that really happen? Because they be they they cleaned it up so good. Yeah, black Photoshop need like its own hashtag. Cause hell it, yeah, it really does like turn every black news story into like a, a overtime you know what i mean 
So, um, yeah, shout shout out to the black photoshops and the, and the black gift people. Like, like them people are really good too. Mm-hmm. Like, it takes a lot of creativity and time and patience. And and the thing about it, I'm, I'm I wonder sometimes, do them Negroes just sit on the internet and as soon as they get something, they just crop it and immediately start working obviously, on it? Obviously, Karen. At this point, it's not even because it's so instant. Yeah, it's immediate. Like they they, they just get a text alert or something. Google. Yeah, something. Something. So I say it's some ignorant shit. It's some ignorant shit. Get yeah. on it right now. Ignorant shit alert. Ignorant. Oh, all right. Oh, some niggas, some niggas cutting the food. Get on it. You know they're gonna splice some elevator footage in there with uh the trailer. Yeah, they're they gonna make them. They gonna fuck around and redo and redo that whole shit with her Jay Z and Salon. It's gonna be real good, man. I can't wait. They gonna they gonna do this shit. Um, yes. Yeah, like and the thing is, like sometimes the level is so complex and so good that you really can't be anything but impressed. Like I would love yes. to be offended but sometimes i'm like how did you make something that good that fast like yes like you know? professionally done you know and, and and uh as much as they uh talk about uh them niggas some of them niggas got like real degrees and shit because they are so professional that they probably like sitting sitting up in there doing lab and chemistry talking about alkaline and all that shit never like what uh, 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 uh. give me about 10 minutes yeah i feel like if I all gave, right i'm back on it i feel like if i gave them um something like um like if i gave a studio uh or somebody to photoshop that they'd be like oh it's gonna take two weeks Mm-mm. put a large face in here and all this shit but if you give it to like a just a regular dude on twitter in like five minutes he'll come back and they'll have like Solange's face on be there. Be music, be background, be shit that wouldn't even extra explosions. You be like, why the fuck? How do I, how the fuck we get extra explosions? Right. Every time a boxer gets knocked out, we immediately get like these updates and shit where it's like, yes. hey, here's a here's a boxer laying down with uh the guys from Boys in the Hood carrying him yes. like Ricky. Yes, from uh the Lion King. I mean, they be mm-hmm. so ep- and then they have like thought bubbles and shit like. It takes a lot. Kudos to those people. I've ever like, you know what? Y'all about to get paid for them goddamn skills because yeah. they are superb. Well, it's happening. Um, uh, so, uh, for people to keep up with the show, yesterday was a busy day. We did the feedback show. We also did a live nerd off for everybody. Mm-hmm. And we did our first ever live, uh, movie trailer, uh, I mean, spoiled movie review, um, for Godzilla, or as I like to call it now, Goddamn You Zilla. <laughs> um and uh you know no matter how much people argue with me on the internet um telling you this movie was born jl covan said on twitter he's like it wasn't boring it was about 15 minutes too long yeah that's called boring yeah if it's too that's long. what a boring kicks in during the 15 minutes of too long is where i'm like really nigga really i want to take a nap so uh that that review got a little long in the tooth um Normally, sport movie reviews take about 30 minutes. <laughs> oh, it was about an hour. That one might have taken about everything. Um, I want some change. Yeah, it might have taken about taken about an hour and about an hour. Shout out to Najayla. Najayla liked it. Yeah, Najayla, we had all opinions represented. Uh, represented. We had Karen, who hadn't seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Chris, who hated it. And uh, Najayla Ree, who was a big fan of it. So, um, yeah, and, and, I, <clears> and, I, and I think for me, from my perspective... Uh, just watching the trailer, honestly, and that was kind of my point of view. It was one thing, and it's not what it delivered, and that's what made a lot of people angry. Um, when you know certain things about the director and all that stuff, the things she was going over, okay, your perspective might change, but goddamn it, I don't know and I don't care, and I'm not gonna watch. All I knew is I seen the 30 second trailer, and that's what that. And you sold me this type of movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball a bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is brought to you by shadow dog productions you can find them on youtube check out their youtube channel youtube.com slash shadow dog production um and uh click on their videos like them we have several videos with them at this point interviewing actors and actresses mm-hmm. and stuff um you can uh look at the trailer for their uh tv show dead uh dead room um you know so much stuff that they do there that helps us out they sponsor the show if you click the video you watch it like it i'll put a video up for this post um on the site and um we'll have it'll be on the youtube on the facebook page if, if if you guys could do us a favor, click on it, like it, um, maybe leave a comment if you want to. Um, it helps them out, helps raise their profile, and also it shows them how much effect we have as a show on, um, you know, on helping promote their brand and stuff like that. So, shout out to our production on YouTube. Uh, we're also brought to you by a sexier, um, sexier artist. Uh, let me... See if I can find me some uh, sexy. You know what? Actually, I, I can just start with this. Yeah. I was about thinking. Actually, I'm not sure that that's sexy. That's just like want to dance. Ah! Uh, what about this? There you go. I love whenever I hear this on that damn fucking whatever uh, that uh, car commercial made me want to do. Go buy that car. I love that commercial. Fellas and ladies, have you been looking to spice things up in your bedroom? Have you been fantasizing about surprising your love with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Sometimes you go through a lull, guys. Things, the passions dwell down, but you got to stoke the fires. What would you do for love? Would you go to AdamandEve.com? Hmm? Would you? Well, you should. Because if you do go... For a limited time only, you get half off of just about any item. But, in addition to that shit, when you get your one item at half off, you can also get three free adult DVDs, a free extra gift that's really, really central, and free shipping. I know what you're saying, right? What did we do to deserve a deal that's good? Nothing! But it's what you will be willing to do for love whether it's love of yourself or somebody else go to adamandeve.com today for this special offer put in code tbgwt in the checkout box in the offer code box for the checkout and get your 50% off get your free DVDs get your free shipping and get your free extra gift um, it's one of those things where no matter what you get whether you're uh, in a relationship or not, it's going to benefit you. Yes, it will. Uh, you got, and your partner. Mm-hmm, lingerie. They got sex toys. They got uh, they condoms. They got videos. I mean, what more are you waiting for? Sex is the one thing we all like to have, except for y'all asexual weirdos. But that's fine. Maybe you just had not had the right toy yet. I don't know. That's true, and if you're smart, you get them and sell them. Sell them to the folks that like sex. Yeah, maybe you're an asexual person, but you're in a relationship with a sexual person. You can throw them this toy like, hey, take care of yourself. Bam, don't say I never did that for you. Half off. True. You ain't got to tell her it's half off. Leave the regular price tag on there. That's what I would do. All right, man. <clears throat> make sure y'all do uh, make sure y'all do yourselves and do for love, okay? Maybe do for love. 
what I would not. All right. You know, I realized, man, the other day, I was up since uh, six something in the morning, played basketball. We did uh, all these shows. It was Saturday. Most people spend their Saturdays relaxing. We typically spend our Saturday working. Um, and I was tired. Like I just, I know you was. Like I, like I didn't even just take a nap. Like I, I laid down at five and then wake up till one in the morning. I, I like went mm-hmm. to sleep. Yeah, you was tired. You know, because I push a lot. Of, I push myself a lot towards the end of the week, especially you know Friday. We do balls deep sports. Mm-hmm. I play basketball in the morning on that. Yes, you know, you do. Um, a lot of like you know just a lot of shit. You know, um, I could have took a nap Friday to like give me energy to do the show in the afternoon, but. I didn't. Instead, I went to see Godzilla so that we would have somebody be able to review that movie. And I didn't want to put you through that. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't go see that with you. But um, it was kind of crazy because, you know, and then, like, as soon as we finished the show, you start asking me all these questions. I don't even remember what the questions were, but I just remember being like, <laughs> why now? I'm, I'm tired. You're you know? so annoyed. Because the thing about it is that I don't be knowing, like. You know, it's just one of those things where I just start taught a lot. Okay, he looks annoyed. Let me go do something else. Yeah, like it wasn't, whatever it was, it wasn't important. It was, it was something I couldn't. Oh, no, it wasn't important. Yeah, it was something I couldn't do anything about. So it was just like, I just want to put these shows out. Oh. And then I can go lay down. <laughs> I remember what I asked you. What? About that goddamn laptop. I don't know what's happening, but that motherfucker got a virus on it. And I can't do shit with it. That's what I asked you. Yeah, so I just remember being like, I, what do you want me to do? stop what i'm doing now go do this i can't do anything about it so you know but i um instead of you know i didn't get an attitude i didn't say anything. i'm glad you didn't because that makes me mad because i'm like look none person but i'm like motherfucker i didn't do it don't get mad with me right so i didn't say anything um instead i knew i had to work for like another hour or two to get everything out to everyone on time and put it in the feed for the premium people i, I thought it was important that they get that on a saturday so mm-hmm. they could be like oh look because I know nerd, you work very hard. New nerd off, new review of Godzilla. I figured they would like that shit. Mm-hmm. So I put it out there. But that hour, um, even when Karen started talking to me, you know, like after she walked out the room, I just put on my headphones and I just played some smooth jazz. It's relaxing. And I realized that's why my parents did that shit. Like until this. Ah! Like, I, I'm 35 years old. Like, until now, I never understood this shit. I was like, what the fuck is the point of some smooth jazz? We in the car, put on some motherfucking tunes, mom. Mm-mm. Why are you fucking around? Your mama's looking at you like, nigga, life. <laughs> yeah, but I'll be like, turn this shit off of this NPR jazz bullshit. When you young, you don't understand And play some that. hip-hop. Play some of my tunes. Uh, I want to ride in that Mercedes, boy. <laughs> Ah, yes, when you're young. Yeah. Yeah, everything like pop, drop, twerk, you know. Yeah. Shake your ass, suck a dick, smack that ass. You know, you get old, you be like, nigga, I can't do none of that. No, I'm not fucking y'all night long because I don't got the energy. But yesterday, Karen was just talking to me and asking me these questions. <laughs> my head was starting to hurt. I already had a little bit of headache from being up so much that day. And all. I just drowned everything out with this shit, man. I was like, yep, let me get to work. Pretend like, and it really was working. That was the part that was surprising. Like, it's very relaxing. Because it seemed like some corny shit to do. It seemed like your brain would reject this because your brain would be like, nigga, it's still a stressful situation. Like, this music ain't going to make 
anything go better you know what i mean like if you uh oh if you're behind on a bill it's not like well let me throw on some jazz and i won't be behind on my fucking bills Mm -hmm. you're still gonna be behind on your bills nigga Mm -hmm. but when you're listening to this shit in the background it don't even matter don't even matter dog nope nothing else like the bills is on time yeah nothing else it might even get your mind to literally relax and think of how you gonna pay that motherfucker yeah it just got me to relax and finish my work man it was good, man. Like, I, I almost was thinking about playing something while I went to sleep, but I didn't want to go that far. But, yeah, um, I I understand. Like, I'm my parents now. That was just one of those moments. Uh-huh. Where it's like, I don't even like jazz, but this shit works. Now I can't even lie. You know, that's, that's probably why people listen to soft rock and shit. But, yeah. Yeah, I guarantee you that's why people listen to soft rock. Yeah, shit worked on me. But, uh, yeah, I, I you know, I was, I was sitting up there. And it wasn't even jamming. Like, I'm used to being actively like, oh, yeah, nigga. But it was just more like, ah, oh, peace. It's <laughs> like a, a warm bath for your mind and shit with yeah. candles around. <laughs> it was just good. <laughs> Did you have had a scented candles? What, 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 what flavors would you be burning? Uh, I don't, uh, I don't, something with pumpkin or something. I don't know, but. Oh, that cookie dough. I don't know. It's like Karen just drowned out of my mind. I'm glad. It was like, can you fix my computer? Can you do this? Can you do that? And then it's just like, new, 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 new. like, oh, okay, <laughs> this is better. Um, so yeah, that, that's what was going on. You know what? I, you know what? Truthfully, I'm not even mad with you because I clear. I'd rather you do that any day than, than snap back at me when I'm looking at you like, I don't know what's wrong and I didn't cause the attitude. So. And, and music is kind of that thing that goes with your life. And when mm-hmm. you're like, I don't even know how people with kids do it because, you know, I remember being in the car and my mom be playing smooth jazz and I'm like, no, mama, put in fresh prints. Put in this, put in that. on your ass right on out, don't you? Yeah, it's the only way. It's got to be the only way you can have kids is smooth jazz. Like, I, I how I, many kid fatalities have been avoided because of smooth jazz? Ain't that the truth? It'd be a lot of dead fucking kids if it wasn't for like Kenny G and shit. <laughs> yes. You'd be driving, you'd be like, if this kid say one motherfucker, mm-hmm. you can still hear him, but you just, and the louder they talk, the more you turn it up to after a while, they fucking give up. Like, okay, I have no control of the situation. Let my ass shut up in the back seat. For a mama, stop the car, reach back here and choke my ass out. Yeah. How many people has Miles Davis saved? Yes. Mama want G.I. Joe. 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 Mama, mama, mama. Mama, 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 mama. That's a kid. Mama, 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 Huh? What you say? And you know what? I would love to see a skit about that, about parents walking around, about parents like driving down or having their headphones on. And like you can see the kids slowly in the background going, Mama, Mama, Mama. And that parent's like, ah. Yeah. Smooth Jazz need a commercial. Yes, yes, it does. Smooth you know, jazz station. That that ought to be the commercial for the smooth jazz station. Just be, a, just be a girl talking and shit. We need to have a talk. Maybe when we need to do blah, 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 and then we can do. Blah, blah, blah. Ah! Like it don't even need like a big ass logo or nothing at the end. It just should end with like smooth jazz. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Smooth jazz saving mm-hmm. kids' lives everywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, no, smooth jazz and soft rock saving kids' lives everywhere. 
Just need to say, yeah. I don't know. Women's lives, men's lives. Yeah, saving not just lives. Men, just saving lives. It just in the background, it should have a montage of what you would have did, but then it show you playing smooth jazz instead. And it'd be like, tune in to 95.7 radio because saving your life. These niggas are stressing you out. Yes. But, um, yeah, I just thought that was interesting, man. Um, yeah, that you put like this. That's when you know you are officially a, an adult mm-hmm. uh, when stuff like that happens. When you can just throw that on and just zone everything and everybody out because life is something else. And, and, like, and kudos to the parents because, man, that that mama and that daddy, 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 I know you hear me, daddy, but most children won't do daddies like that because daddies don't have the patience a lot of times that mamas do. And daddies be like, look, motherfucker, you call my name one goddamn more time. and they, But they'll rag a mama to death. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Hold on. Oh, we got some breaking news. Now entering day seven of Solange Gate. We have more breaking news about Jay-Z, Solange, and Beyonce in the elevator. Let's go uh, Let's go to this report. Yeah, let's cover this report. Of course, being reported by Jet Magazine. Break where you hear all your news last. New York. Ah! Beyonce, Jay-Z, and Solange say they are moving on since video leaked this week of Solange attacking Jay-Z in an elevator. As a result of the public release of the elevator security footage from Monday, May 5th, there has been a great deal of speculation about what triggered the unfortunate incident. But the most important thing is that our family has worked through it. I like that they didn't say what it was that caused it. Because mm, it ain't nothing but nobody's business. It was like, there's been a lot of speculation we noticed. But we're going to fix that shit. Um, Jay and Solange each assumed their share of responsibility for what has occurred. Uh, his share of responsibility was getting on the elevator. Probably. <laughs> yep. He should have never got on. Maybe his share of responsibility. Maybe before they got on the elevator, he was like, uh, we made a entire movie and, uh, yo ass ain't in it. Anyway, you want to get on this elevator? And it's it's in her saying, what do you mean I wasn't in it? Why don't y'all tell me? Uh, uh, they both acknowledge their role in this private matter and that has played out in public. They both have acknowledged to each other that they, that and we have moved forward as a united family. The website TMZ posted a three-minute video on Monday and said it was shot last week inside the Standard Hotel in New York City. The report of the Solange being intoxicated or displaying erotic behavior throughout the evening are simply false, said uh, a a statement from, who's this statement from? just a statement oh okay from the other statement okay. <laughs> what's that statement from who at the end of the day families have problems and we're no different we love each other we are we are all we are above all we are a family we put this behind us i hope everyone else will do the same uh they fired the person of course that recorded the footage what's crazy to me is the fact like for two things one there's no fucking way you could get away with this we're a family shit if this was a dude beating a woman Mm-mm. impossible could you imagine if, like, if fucking Chris Brown and Rihanna put out a joint statement that they had put this behind them and it was, um, it was a family matter? Motherfuckers would be like, what? No, nigga. Nope. You do not get to get away with that. Um, but then the other thing too was, um, I, it's almost would have been better if, if, if the report said she was intoxicated. Because now it's like, oh, she beat his ass sober. Yeah, which is not cool. So they're like, okay, she was in her right mind. Yeah, they've been married since 2008, Jay-Z and Beyonce. 
Um, but, uh, you know, and I, I hate to kick a dead camel, you know, in the elevator, but, uh, I'm going to keep covering this story until there's no more news guys. Okay. Um, sorry. Um, but yeah, I'm assuming that, uh, it's all behind them because they released a statement guys. So it looks like, uh, we can finally put our national nightmare on hold for a while and, uh, completely let it go. Cause it's about time. <laughs> Oh, shit, we got some breaking news. Oh, wow, wow. This just in. This just came this across is, my is desk. A busy day. Uh, this is from shine.yahoo.com. Are Beyonce and Jay-Z consciously uncoupling? That is the new what? word. That's the new word for breaking up. Uncoupling? Mm-hmm. Consciously uncoupling. Uh, uh, they, they married, dog. They can't uncouple. It's a divorce if they uh, No, no, no. It's conscious uncoupling. By now, you've probably seen the grainy black and white video of Solange Knowles attacking her brother-in-law Jay-Z in an elevator while Beyonce looks on. You may even, you may have even participated in the discussion about it or overheard various people speculating about the situation, which just happened to, to me in the pharmacy. Uh, what? Who wrote this? Why would you put that part in? There? I don't know what I'm about you at the pharmacy. Goddamn Lauren Levine, you stupid son of a bitch. Uh, what started as a private family matter captured on security camera over a week, uh, ago has now spiraled into our very own Watergate, Solange Gate, Solange Gate. Um, Solange Gate. Some people call it just Solange Gazi. I like that one too. Here's how quickly things escalated. TMZ released the footage on Monday. It immediately made its way into the news. It was initially made light of with the trending Twitter hashtag what Jay Z said. They had people joking about what could have caused the altercation. Uh, after the initial joke, people started realizing that the situation could be indicative of a larger issue, either with Solange personally or the Nose Carter family. Page six quotes sources who said Solange was drunk at the time and had gotten into other ar- arguments early in the night. The Daily Mail asserts the attack was the result of most attention about Solange's star career and the fact that Jay-Z wanted to go to Rihanna's post-Met Gala party without Beyonce. Even more fuel was added to the fire when Solange deleted all the photos of Beyonce from an Instagram account. I wonder if she's updated that yet. Because I heard she put a picture back up and Beyonce did or something weird. But then came uh, the, but wait, things are fine headlines. TMZ posted a story about Jay-Z and Solange going, Solange going, Jewelry shopping together in New York. Jay and Bay uh, went to a Nets game on Monday night, but after at, but also added more performance dates to their joint summer tour. Yes, they did. Today, Beyonce shared four photos of herself with Solange on Instagram. It seemed like this whole thing might die down, and we'd be left to hopefully realize important things about privacy and how no one should ever make light of physical violence. Yeah, but come on. Are we really going to do the what about privacy after Donald Sterling? Feels mm-hmm. like feels like we're... we're Anyway, but then Eagle Eye Conspiracy Theories made a new discovery at the aforementioned Nets game where Beyonce and Jay-Z appeared every bit the contented couple. Bay was wearing, wasn't wearing her massive engagement ring. Not only that, her ring finger before wore, wore a red scar that appeared to be from removing the four tattoo, uh, which IV tattoo she used to have that symbolized the couple's birthdays and wedding date. The super sleuth started combining those recent photos of B's hand and noted one tumbler snap in which she had a bandage on that same finger. And nigga, she might have cut herself. What, what the fuck are we talking about here? 
So now, despite the fact that no one personally involved in the situation, Beyonce, Solange, or Jay-Z, has made any public statement besides sharing Instagram photos about what actually transpired, the narrative has shifted to speculation about the state of the Carter Union. What was your immediate reaction to the headline on this post? Is it something along the lines of, ugh, who cares, or seriously, Red Book? You're not alone. In the age of information overload, this story has Ah! hopefully reached its saturation point, or at the very least, the point at which we mentally check ourselves and realize it's not our business. Why now why would you write this whole article to put that last paragraph in? Because you were all about that business. That was the whole yeah. point of the article. Are you sick of that shit? I'm sick of this shit and I'm writing about it. Like shut the fuck up. Ah, come on over here and see what I got to say. Something happened tomorrow, your ass gonna be talking about Solange Gate Part seven. Of course. But um yeah, that's all the breaking news for today, um, involving Solange Gate guys. So uh we'll let you know and get more. Um Cyberbullied prom bat girl speaks out about Rihanna Diss. That's right. Oh, that's that girl with that bat suit that was floating everywhere. <laughs> that is her, Karen. The one, the one and only. That was her prom dress. That was her prom dress, Karen. Oh, you serious? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Uh, Rihanna. Uh, I'll put the picture in. Um. I put the the picture. Oh my! Mm-hmm. Put the picture. In the I chat. thought that was some shit she did. I didn't realize it was a prime dress. Yeah, um, and apparently uh, she was mocked roundly on Twitter, obviously, um, and uh, people were very upset because Rihanna mocked her. Um, <clears throat> it's not unusual for teenage girls to mimic celebrities' red carpet looks for their own proms, but sixteen-year-old Alexis Carter went to the not went the non-traditional route for a Hollywood theme school prom last week at Digital Harbor High School in Baltimore. Eschewing the traditional glam gown, Alexis wore a black jumpsuit with a plunging neckline inspired by a nearly identical green Alexander Rothier design her idol Rihanna wore to the Echo Awards in 2010. While the team was confident enough to wear the outfit uh, out of the out of the box outfit, she could never have predicted the national attention her prom look would get. Which is always funny to me because people were joking on her all night. And I was like, I'm laughing, but is this bullying? Uh, have we decided if this yeah, is bullying? she looked like the bat symbol. And, and I'm not trying to be funny when I say that, but literally she looked like the bat symbol. Mm-hmm. But it's just funny because I see people so often go against, I'm against cyberbullying and harassing on the internet and da-da-da-da. But um, let, let one of these pictures float around, everybody getting in. And 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 there's a big difference between the way Rihanna's suit is and the way her suit is. Like it's it's not even comparable. It's not even comparable to you. I think it's very comparable. I mean, yeah, I mean it is comparable, but it's just one of those things where I look at it how it looks on Rihanna, and I look at it how you put at your arm look like the Batman bat symbol. Not the same. Yeah, like Rihanna didn't take the picture with her arms out. No, she so didn't. That that's definitely, you know, a that's definitely different. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that the, the 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 way they pose definitely changed things too. Yes, it does. And it changes people's perspectives on how they view what she outfit she got on too. Um, so uh shortly after posting the picture on, on Twitter, she couldn't figure out why her Twitter account had so much activity. Apparently She couldn't figure out why? Apparently, one of her photos, which she has since taken down, had gone viral and spawned the unfortunate hashtag prom bat. Her brother, my 19-year-old son, who accompanied her to do the prom, started seeing people saying, Darkwing Duck, she looks like a bat. Parker tells Sean, I told her 
this is what critics do just hold your head up and don't stop being you but soon hashtag prom bat became a trending topic and caught the attention of rihanna herself then unbelievably the singer tweeted out a composite who wore best style photo of alexis and herself wearing their jumpsuits and captioned it simply with an emoticon of a sad face then she tweeted yet another photo of the high schooler alongside the Wu-Tang Clan's lookalike logo, Aww. which was later retweeted by Buster Rhymes. Not surprisingly, Alexis was devastated. Yeah. Now, one thing I can say about Rihanna, she is one of them celebrities who would literally read your shit and smack back at you. Like, she don't ignore it. <laughs> she don't ride past it. If it cut in front of her eyes, she will hit you with a fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't know if this picture is going to show up, but maybe they can click on the link. But It does. I see it. Okay. But there's another picture where she has her arms to her side, and it doesn't look as bad, in my opinion. No, it doesn't. You know. But when she put her arms out, she looked like a bat symbol. Yeah. She's, you know, she says, I started crying at first, and when it went viral, I was so stressed out that I didn't want to go to school. When Rihanna posted that photo, it made it 10 times worse. The whole reason I wore the jumpsuit was because I love her. She was my motivation, and I was so shocked. She had to really think she had to really think about it to make and post a picture about it. That's overboard. It tells me a lot about her. She's nasty and she's really desecrated my name. She just not realizing this. The teens question for the singer, you're a grown woman. Why would you do that? You're supposed to uplift them, not put them down. Yahoo Shine reached out to Rihanna's ref for comment, but has not heard back yet. Mm-hmm. Um now it's funny because when Rihanna broke that 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 uh, police chief's phone by accident by dropping it mm-hmm. she she gave twenty five thousand dollars to like the lapd and shit but um she just wrecked this girl's life she don't even care mm-hmm. um more than a week after her prom people are still tweeting about the prom bat hashtag alexa says her whole family has been called names and she believes it's her fault I didn't ask her to throw my name. I didn't ask people to interview me. I just wanted to post up a p- picture up like every teenager would do at the prom. I'm not going to stop being different, and I can't help what I love to wear, but I will never, ever, ever go to one of Rihanna's design with one of Rihanna's designs again. I was thinking about selling my prom outfit since I'm not going to wear it again, but then I thought I wouldn't want to put anyone else through what I did. Oh, man, that's so sad. Hate when to see a, a good girl gone bad like that. No snap. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I said, I don't. That's one thing about celebrities being in the spotlight on social media. Yeah, Rihanna is very nasty. Mm-hmm. Like she's been known to clap back and say stuff and and be very vicious and send shade. Like this is this is not secret with her. She, yeah. she don't care. Well, and in her mind, you're just somebody out there trying to mimic her. Exactly. I mean, she could have just uh, pretended to, you know, to not be, you know, to not see it, been the bigger person. But uh, I think a lot of times people's egos get in the way. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing about, like I said, when you, these people get out there, this this is the real them a lot of times that you're seeing. And it's just one of those things where, uh Hmm, how I say it's one of those things where especially on Instagram and some of these places she's like the one of the I think on Instagram they said she like has the most followers of anybody on Instagram so yeah she put it out there you got billions of people that are instantly going to see this yeah she's not just going to let you do your thing um, sometimes you got to worry about them haters coming for you and uh, a girl like Rihanna you know she might just have to break it off 
anyway, I hope this is a final goodbye and we'll never see her again. So, um, at this point, Alexis says a personal apology from Rihanna won't help. Exactly. Oh, you and you ain't getting it. Yeah, exactly. You might as well try to get up under your umbrella. Hey. It's not going to change what she did or what anybody else said about me. I was her number one fan and now I'm not. I don't want to meet her. I don't want to go to her concert. Carter understands that where her daughter's coming from and added what everyone else fails to understand is that this was her first junior prom. She can never take this back. Exactly. That's your moment for life. Mm-hmm. For life. Yes, it is. Life. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, kind of sad to see, man. Um, uh, but motherfuckers don't care, dog. Well, so, um, it's sad, but they, they don't, they never have been obligated to because somebody like her, they're going to have people that's going to support her no matter what she does. And everybody thinks that, you know, these fucking, um, like you, you get so many people that just think that, those sworn celebrities have some type of responsibility. They don't. That's the thing too. When she said that, I was like, no, boo boo. She, she don't have no responsibility to be nice. She don't got no responsibility to give back. She don't have no responsibility to do any of this stuff. And it's funny how people act like, uh, just because you get to a certain status or just because people know your name, you have a responsibility for their children. No, you don't. The parents have the responsibility of the children. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of those things where, uh, a lot of parents are just lazy parents and they want to put the responsibility on everybody else to raise their children but them. And I'm sure when you post a picture like that, you feel like you're the only girl in the world. Yeah. You know, all the love and trust that you have for Rihanna. Um, you know, when you're trying to take care of yourself, um, it it just makes you feel like a fool in love. So she sent that SOS out to Yahoo Shine and, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens, but they're probably a million miles away from each other oh, at this yeah, point. Oh yeah, and they never see each other. Mm-hmm. She need to just shut up and drive. Oh Lord. I'm just saying, Karen. I mean, I love the way she lies and everything too, but. It's it's complicated. <laughs> all right, um, all right. Um, so uh, that was Rihanna Gate uh, prom back update. Um, next article. So remember that um, all those stories that said Kim Jong Il had killed his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Turns out uh, she was on TV live doing a speech Friday. How was she on TV live? I guess she's alive. But he so he didn't kill her? Apparently not. Uh, August Did he kill the mother folks? The mother folks and got their family members back? I don't know. It said she was executed in front of their, her and her other members of her Like a lot of well-known performers have been caught making a sex tape and they were executed in front of their families. Mm-hmm. And the families were sent to prison camps. But uh, apparently uh, this is not true. Um, so I'm skeptical. Two things: either the first person he killed really wasn't her, mm-hmm. or either this person ain't her. Uh, I don't know. I mean, why would people? I mean, it seemed like they would know over there better than us, right? I mean, I don't know. It's it's dark. It's blacked out. The nigga can do I'm looking at the picture right now. This picture is not dark or blacked no, out, Karen. No, I know what you see, mm-hmm. but as far as everybody else. Can nobody be, can nobody get the fuck over there? So he can say whatever he wants to say about not trying fun about this woman. And what do we have to go contrary to what he's saying? That's my thing. What what do we have to disprove or prove what he's saying is correct? We don't. We just go based off of his word. 
yeah i guess you know you do have a point that um she like if he was able to kill her quote unquote without anybody saying anything then why would he not be able to bring make up make up a death get somebody look exactly like her just so people can quit saying that he killed her we don't know because there's no fucking media over there he's a dictator he can do whatever the fuck he wants to and nobody will question nobody will investigate everybody go go okay and there's people over there going well you know that bitch dead shh when i say no you might get shot we don't know Uh, the first woman executive editor was abruptly fired at the New York Times. Um, you know, it's a big deal because, you know, women do not necessarily get a lot of representation at the top of the managerial chain. It was the first time ever for the New York Times. It was a prestigious position. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but she was dismissed. Um, and she's 60 years old. Her name's Jill Abramson. Um, she said that, you know, she loved her time there and all this stuff. And then rumors started leaking and the rumors were she found out that she was paid much less than the man who had the position before her. Mm-hmm. And so she She's, quit. Yep. Because if you start questioning that shit, people will tell you to go somewhere, sit down and shut up. But you was like, uh, I'm not incompetent in my job. Mm-hmm. We got the same duties, the same responsibilities. There is no difference. This has nothing to do with strength, like physical strength. <clears throat> this is all ability to hold. And you like, and see, the thing about it is that for her, she, it was, every woman is different. She could have fought it, but odds are they would try to fight her for mm-hmm. for fighting and saying, y'all didn't, don't pay me the same. That's why jobs fight religiously, not to let people know what their co-workers make they keep that shit top secret they don't want nobody to know what nobody makes because if people knew what people made doing the same goddamn job sometimes thousands of dollars more doing the same thing at the same position the people come in a lot of times but they don't tell you at your job the longer you work at your job the less you get paid a lot of times when they bring somebody else in they have to pay them market value a lot of times that's more than what you're making so a lot of times people coming in doing the same job that you're doing are making more than you because they have to pay market rate and a lot of times they give you 25 cent to two five percent ten percent or whatever just to kind of quote unquote keep you up keep keep your salary up to whatever the market is but at the end of the day there's somebody doing the same thing you do and making more and they know it would be a fucking outrage if people really really knew what other people were making Arthur Sulzberger is the junior is the uh, publisher at the New York Times uh, they basically held a couple meetings for the editor senior editors at 2 and then the staff at 235 told them what was happening they basically said there was some man- an issue with management in the newsroom adding that there were no editorial issues during her tenure that caused the move Abramson was not in the newsroom during the announcement. I chose to appoint a new leader of, for our newsroom because I believe that new leadership would improve some aspects of the management of the newsroom, Salzberger said. This is not about any disagreement with the newsroom and the business side. Uh, the Times article on the dismissal states people in the company briefed on the situation described serious tension in Abramson's relationship with Mr. Salzberger, who had been hearing concerns from employees that she was polarizing and mercurial. Uh, don't know what that means. Um, the, I had to look that up. They had disagreements even before she was appointed uh, executive editor, and she had also had clashes with Mr. Baquet. Um, okay. Um, let me look at that Macaro thing now real quick because I was like, I don't like using words. I don't know what they mean. Yeah, I know they be throwing all kinds <laughs> of shit. What does this mean? 
dedicated to speed what oh no i think that is a website oh here we go volatile fickle uh flighty erratic okay so i'm assuming things are pretty uh pretty hot-handed over there um so uh they uh the new yorkers ken auletta reported in a blog post that abramson the first female serve as executive editor for the prestigious newspaper was let go because she demanded equal pay to male personnel a point immediately denied by the times several weeks ago i told i'm told abramson discovered that her pay and her pension benefits as both executive editor and before that as manager editor were considerably less than the pay and the pension benefits of bill keller the male editor who she replaced uh, in both jobs, she confronted the top brass. One close associate said that this may have led to an management's narrative that she was pushy, a characterization that for many has an inescapable gender aspect. Aletta notes that uh, Salzberger feels the financially strapped times needs to be less extravagant with his salaries and that Keller has spent many more years at the paper than Abramson, which would also explain the pension disparity, which is possible. You haven't been there as long. We're losing money at this point. Okay. We can't afford to pay what we were paying motherfuckers before this. And that's understandable now. And that would be for man or woman, you know, which I guess you can't really tell what's up until the next person gets this job and mm-hmm. what they're getting paid, mm-hmm. especially if it's a dude, right? Yep. Um, he concludes that whether Abramson was right or wrong, both sides were left unhappy a third associate told me she found out that her former deputy manager editor, a man made more money than she did while she was managing editor. So the person below her in her last position made more money than her, even though she was a higher position in the company. Now that seems mm-hmm. fucked up. And that's maybe why she's like, y'all gonna have to pay me more if y'all paying. And it's one of those things where she's at a position. She probably was privy to a lot of everybody's salaries. Mm-hmm. May I don't know. I don't know that she's privy to that kind of shit. Oh, well, she might. Somebody just told out. her. Somebody did. Okay. Yeah, like you know, some somehow, and she had a lawyer make polite inquiries about paying pension disparities, which set them off. Which you know, I mean, hey, how much are you paying these guys? Because my client thinks she's being underpaid, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, gotta go. You're pushy. Yeah, and it's also one of those things too, where is is. It's very frustrating because I know it's probably more to this story than what's being said, but I wonder how many of this has to do with she's a female, you know, because for some reason when a female is demanding or um, comes in as quote unquote strong or aggressive, all of a sudden this bitch is crazy. Get her out of here. Don't nobody, nobody really got along with her. All this shit begins to come out when she began to question, you know, her pay. You know, all of a sudden it becomes issues and problems. Well, you know, she's been with these people as long as she has. Why haven't any of these issues and problems been brought up in the past about her behavior and her performance? And why would you hire her if y'all had these many issues with her in the first place? Yeah. Why would you keep moving her up the chain? Yes. So did this just start that she's a bad manager? So this is why I think a lot of this is more than meets the eye. I really Mm -hmm. think she started questioning, like you say, I'm above him. How does he make more money than me? Yeah, you need to pay me. In that case, I understand. And you them giving her that. She look like, motherfucker, this is bullshit. Cut everybody's pay across the board, Ben. If this has become an issue or a problem, just don't make me take less because I'm a woman uh, in the position when the person before me got paid more than me. And how does the person underneath me get paid more than me and I have more job responsibilities? Yeah, and she says that... Um I mean, the time says that that's incorrect. 
Um, her pension benefit, like all times employees, is based on her years of service and compensation. The pension benefit was frozen in 2009. Um, um, you know, and I, I mean, newspapers kind of a dying industry anyway, mm-hmm. so maybe they had some drastic financial things they had to do, and part of that was freezing people's salaries and pensions and shit. Um, so yeah, uh, Politico's Dylan Byers reported in April 2013 in an article, Turbulence at the Times, that Abramson was considered by many to be condescending, disengaged, and difficult to work with. So that's possible too, you know? I mean, to me, shades of gray, right? Uh Probably, I don't think everything's black or white one Uh way or the other. Probably some gender discrimination about her money and shit like that. Uh I don't think that's that un, un, you know, I don't think that's that uncommon. Me either. Probably also hard to work with. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe that's just because of her personality. Maybe it's because she felt that that's what you have to be if you're a woman. You got to prove yourself. Mm-hmm. Whatever the result is, uh, if motherfuckers don't like you, and then you start coincidentally asking about that money at the same time. It's like, oh, this is a perfect time to get your ass out of here. Yep. But my question is, why are you promoting her? That's my question from the beginning. Why are you promoting somebody that you know people don't get along with, has whatever your your issues with her? Just I, like I, I cannot comprehend this. Not to mention, like you're rewarding that behavior, kind of. So yeah. if it, if it did become worse, that's kind of on you too. If she, because she's being told basically, hey, you being an asshole to everybody is actually helping you move up. Yes, but uh, y'all have made the environment conducive to this behavior and you have rewarded people for this behavior. I don't think this has anything to do with a man or a female. I think that they've made the environment where this is what's considered acceptable. And she's looking at y'all like, God damn it, I did everything you told me to do and you're going to turn around and still not pay me? Yeah, she got an attitude and yes, she was angry. Every editor has a story about how she's blown up in a meeting. Uh, in another, in a meeting with, uh, I guess, Baquette, they, uh, however you pronounce his name, he burst out of her office, slammed his hand against the wall, stormed out of the newsroom. He will be gone for the rest of the day, absent from the editor's daily 4 p.m. meeting at which he is a fixture. But that's just some madman shit. Y'all entitled motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Was done now? I've never had a job where I could go, I'm, I'm taking the rest of the day and walk out of the office in a huff. Are you fucking serious? Job. They were like, yeah, take the rest of your life off from this place. Yeah, don't come back. And one mean Abramson was upset with the photograph that was on the homepage, he writes. Rather than asking for a change, we made it after the meeting. She turned to the relevant editor and, according to sources with knowledge of the meeting, said bluntly, I don't know why you're still here. If I were you, I would leave now and change the photo. The first female executive editor at the time is being replaced by the first African-American to fill the post. Baquette, 57, was Abelson's hand-picked deputy during her term in office. There is no journalist in our newsroom or elsewhere better qualified to take the responsibilities of executive editor at this time than Dean Baquette. Solzberger said in a statement released by the paper. So do, uh, do now, you- now a black man got the job after a white woman fucked it up. That's basically how affirmative action works. Yep. White women first. Didn't. Didn't niggas. Uh, and, and, and do you think it's something to where they may have hired her just so uh, it wouldn't be an issue about them discriminating against women? I don't know. I mean, this is kind of the thing about pro- being progressive, right? You, you can, some of it is let's move this person up because whatever. 
um, you know, this, you know, the right thing to do or whatever. But then sometimes you can pick the wrong people. You know, maybe they didn't, you know, maybe in their rush to pick a woman, they picked the wrong woman. Ain't that the truth? Um, you know, maybe in their rush to pick a black man, they might pick the wrong black dude. Like, who knows? Like, yep. It's a, a lot of this shit adds up, I think. Uh, Twitter rape joke to the Miami police leads to a Miramar team's arrest. Uh oh. Twitter is rife with crude jokes, but Miami police said a teenager crossed the line when he tweeted the department, I'm about to rape a little girl. He tweeted at them. Mm-hmm. What did he expect to happen? You guys, I've been out here talking to little girls and I hear no sirens. Um, my Ivy doesn't scare you. The user at five K U R R R wrote. Um, I wonder if uh, I can find his, uh, his Twitter. I'm pretty sure it's, it's probably down at this point, right? Oh yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> that shit is no longer functioning. <laughs> You don't hit that mud. That mud be like, Mm-mm. user is gone. Yeah, five K U R. Five K U R R R. Where that? I feel like it's. I'm, I'm gonna get a. This account has been deleted. Um, but yeah, he says. Um, he wrote to the Miami PD Twitter page at Miami PD. You asking to get you saw you asking to get arrested. Yeah, this user doesn't exist anymore. Oh yeah, they take that nigga down. Cops were not amused. The 15-year-old Miramar boy was arrested and charged with making a false police report, mm-hmm. which is a first-degree misdemeanor. When confronted, he told detectives he was just joking. His avi or profile photo showed a silhouetted image of what appeared to be himself. Any prudent person would know that these allegations would cause the Miami Police Department or any law enforcement entity to launch a full investigation yes. to rescue the alleged child victims. Miami Detective Ray Lemus wrote, well, it is Florida, so in all fairness, uh, you don't know that they'll investigate. The team's arrest is the second recent Twitter-related arrest in South Florida. Earlier this month, Miami-Dade detectives arrested a firefighter after he allegedly shared more than a dozen illicit images using Twitter. Gabriel Diaz is accused of posting 16 images of underage girls having sex. His lawyers say he did not know the girls were minors. Good grief. <laughs> You might as well have called 911 up and said, come get me, coppers. Mm-hmm. You added them. Come on now. Yeah. I just want to make the cop's job as easy as possible. Mm-hmm. Open the shut case. No confusion, please. I'm the one you're looking for. Uh, a New York City cab driver was recently suspended by the Taxi and Limousine Commissioner. I mean, commission for wearing a Nazi armband while driving his cab, a practice that he believes is right. No, you need to be suspended. Yeah, he. I like that they think that means something. Like the person that's doing the physical, but I think it's okay. It don't we're, matter what the fuck you think. Right. That that's what we're saying. That's our problem. Yes, because it's you. Not. Yeah, because you pick up all types of customers, and you're gonna scare them. You're gonna offend them. You can't do this. Hmm. Um. It's amazing. And New York. City cab driver insisted Friday that it is his right hands down to wear a Nazi armband, even if the taxi and limousine commission says uh, otherwise. But you work for them, dog. They pay you. They pay you. You don't pay them. They pay you, and they have some semblance of a uniform. And uh, I'm pretty sure that that is on the do not wear list. The CBS is to Lou Young reported Friday evening that Gabriel Diaz, 26, 
um it's not against the race but this nigga is black um maybe puerto rican or some dominican but he looked black spoke outside his family's home in throg's next section of Bron- the bronx after he was suspended for wearing a swastika while driving the cab i am a national he says i am i'm a national socialist what you guys call a nazi i am i'm a believer of it yeah you should you can't be driving um, taxis dog you and, can't and, be and do you know the, the you know them people don't like you either Right, you know the Nazis wouldn't let you in, right? Come on, you you wouldn't be a part of the club. I hope I hope he realized that. Diaz was suspended for wearing an armband while driving his cab, not just once but multiple times. Photos sent to the Anti Defamation League and to the Taxi and Limousine Commission sparked an investigation. Diaz told Young he knew the symbol would offend some people, but denied being anti-Semitic. I don't hate Jews. I'm critical of them, but I don't hate them. What the hell? You what the fuck you think that symbol means, dog? Hold up. I just love that he said, I'm critical of them. Like, I'm just, look, I'm just a stickler but uh, for some things, but I'm not a Hitler for some things. Okay, guys? <laughs> he says, that doesn't make me anti-Semitic. That doesn't mean that I'm anti-Semitic. That doesn't make me a hater. Who says you have to be white to be a national socialist? You don't have to be white. It can be anybody. When Young asked Diaz whether he knew six million Jews were killed by the Nazis, he says, I have no comment on that right now. <sighs> There's, so no, he didn't know that. Uh there's no indication um there's no indication that Diaz discussed national socialism with his fares. He wore the symbol on his forearm where it mostly offended passerbys. So people probably riding in the taxi, they don't even know this motherfucker got the Nazi symbol on his arm. Yes, and if they did, they would get petrified and fucking run. They're like, "Why is everybody flipping my taxi off? What did I do?" Oh. Um, and then probably when he turns around to get the money, that's when you'd be like, what the fuck? No. This is a racist ride? I didn't even know. Um, <clears throat> I didn't realize the racism was extra. It is not illegal to wear a swastika in public, but it is against TLC rules to wear one while driving a New York City cab. Cause you're on duty, yes. The TLC, T, T Bob's left eye in Chile, responded, <laughs> responded right away and said they didn't want no scrubs. Okay. Um, they responded right away when he went, when he came to them. Even Evan Bernstein of the Anti-Defamation, I mean, said Evan Bernstein of the Anti-Defamation League. Their course of action, we felt, was really appropriate and expedient. The course is a 30-day suspension of his hack license for acting against the best interest of the public. Hopefully he realizes that he's wrong. Hopefully he learns from his mistake. Mm-mm. When asked if he was sorry, Diaz says, it pains me that I have to apologize. You know, it pains me. I don't want to apologize before going on to make remarks about gays and Muslims. If and when he returns oh, to, why didn't that, why aren't those remarks in the news report? Yeah, I would have liked them. Yeah. Right. You know what? After them 30 days, you'd be like, you know what? Just don't return. I feel like they couldn't have been good. Nope. And I like to make some remarks about, about gays and Muslims. One, I think gays need to be able to be married if they want to. Um, and they have the same rights as a man and a woman. Uh, and about these Muslims, people need to stop being a lot of Islamophobics. Okay. That's not, Islam, I guarantee you. That's Islam not. is not a religion of just death and, and threatening and terrorism. Okay. I guarantee you that's not what he said. Yeah. I feel like that's, yeah, that's not what he said. Mm-mm. Um, but yeah. So there you go. Look man. all them and the Jews too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet you that's what he said. A Mississippi blogger is accused of exploiting Senator Cochran's ill wife. Authorities what say. A name. What name? Cochran? Mm-hmm. 
Authorities say a conservative Mississippi blogger went into a nursing home, photographed the bedridden wife of Republican U.S. Senator Thad Cochran without permission, and posted an image online as part of an anti-Cochran video. (gasps) Rose Cochran, who has lived at St. Catherine's Village since 2000 and has dementia, uh, Madison police say 28 year old Clayton Thomas Kelly of Pearl was arrested Friday and charged with a felony exploitation of a vulnerable adult. He remained jailed Saturday under $100,000 bond. It wasn't immediately clear whether Kelly has an attorney. Man, people take politics to the next level. Like, mm-hmm. why do you think, like, you care this much that you would do something like this? Like, you gotta be a crazy person. No, that people pay. Like, people pay. Somebody paid this person to do this. And it's just one of those things where people take things to the extreme when it comes to politics. They'll interview your mama, your cousin, your sister, your brother. They'll interview them, uh, knock on their door, pretend to be the, their friend. They'll do anything it takes to make you look bad or to quote-unquote bring you down. I honestly wonder if he got paid, Karen. I don't think – it says here he has no relationship with Chris McDaniel, who is the primary – the challenger for Cochran. Like, I just, like, sometimes I think people really do get in their heads. You sit on the internet, you argue all day about this shit. You know everybody's business, everybody's oh. secrets. And I wouldn't be surprised this motherfucker took it upon his own volition to be like, I'm going to prove everybody I'm right about this motherfucker. Here's a picture of his bedridden wife. See? I will sue the fuck out of him. Um, but, uh, yeah, the police sergeant Robert Sanders wouldn't identify Rose Cochran as the person who was recently photographed. Cochran's attorney, Don Clark, says she was, and a photo was briefly, was posted briefly online. Just, man, you want to win that bad? It's not that serious. Like, I mean, maybe this guy's a terrible fucking politician, but is this how you get him out of office? Not exactly. During the separate commencement addresses, that's right, guys, graduation time, which, uh, honestly, man, um, news wise becoming my least favorite time of the year because people's political agendas and beliefs take over for what I believe should be some celebrations and the happiness of everybody graduating. Yes. And I feel like, uh, graduations are not there to appease the people graduating. Mm -mm. Honestly, I feel like in educational institutions, uh, job is to educate you to the day you leave. And on the last day, if they pick a speaker, um, who they feel is educational and beneficial to your experience at their college, you should sit the fuck there and listen, or you should go your ass home and let them mail your, 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 your degree if you don't like it. Yes. But it's not a democracy and it's not a vote to see who the fuck you pick. It's not a, a concert. You yeah. know, it shouldn't be Snooky and Lil B. Uh, because you don't like uh, Eric Holder or Michelle Obama. Yeah, Sorry. And my thing is this. I don't know why not attending is not an option for people. They act like they got to attend. No, you can, you can keep your ass at home and let them mail you your diploma. You don't have to be there. But since you're there, you sit your ass down and let them give you that expensive piece of paper that you're going to be paying for for a very, very long time. During separate commencement addresses, Attorney General Eric Holder and First Lady Michelle Obama delivered a similar message. On this, the 60th anniversary of the landmark Supreme Court decision, Brown versus the Board of Education, which desegregated schools, we should acknowledge that progress has been made, but in many ways, systematic racism still exists, albeit in a more subtle way that is just a senator. Sinister. Here's the thing. Where are my, uh, the president only talks about black people need to do this, that, and the other people right now? 
I don't see him. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the thing that I keep trying to tell people when you say stupid shit like, well, President Obama and the, and the White House view uh, black people the same way as, as Paul Ryan and, 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 and it's the same type of thing. And then you go, well, Paul Ryan's never going to deliver this speech. Mm-mm. He's never going to have anyone in and his. I guarantee you he did. He probably did some commencements. Yeah, there's just no one associated with him um, that is going to go out and go, hey, racism is systematic and subtle and it's still sinister. He's never going to do that speech. He's just going to do the black people need to do better speech. Mm-hmm. And I think the president does both, where it's like, uh, we need to do better, but motherfuckers is racist. So we understand that both we have to combat this from both angles. Yes, you do. The Kansas City Star reports that the Obama uh, that Obama spoke at the graduating ceremony for five Topeka high schools Friday night. According to the paper, Obama said schools, for example, are still segregated and too often those schools aren't equal, especially ones attended by students of color, which too often lag behind with crumbling classrooms and less experienced teachers. And that's a fact. Right. In a lot of states, especially a lot of states down south, but just a lot of states, period, where... Uh, a lot of states have gone back to neighborhood schools. A lot of states have gone back to white flight. A lot of places are, are doing that, uh, what you call it, um, gentrification. Like, these are the issues that come along with this progression. The paper adds, too many folks are still stopped on the street because of the color of their skin, or they're made to feel unwelcome because of where they're from, or they're bullied because of who they love. The Brown decision, she said, isn't about the past, it's about the future. She called on students to battle deep prejudices that persist for years after the civil rights movement swept across the country. Graduates, it's up to you to lead the way and drag my generation and your grandparents' generation along with you, she said. Holder spoke at Morgan State University, referring to the Donald Sterling fiasco. Holder said that the past few weeks have given us a perfect example of clear outburst of bigotry. But the real trouble, the greatest threat 60 years after Brown versus the Board of Education is what he called subtle racism. There are policies that too easily escape such scrutiny because they have the appearance of being race neutral. Mm -hmm. Their impacts, however, are anything but. This is the concern we must contend with today. Policies that impede equal opportunity, in fact, if not informed. In fact, if not informed. Holder cited zero tolerance policies in schools that overwhelmingly affect minorities. And he pointed out attempts to by by many states to pass laws that make it more difficult to vote in an attempt to curb voter fraud. Mm -hmm. Holder said racist policies exist in how our criminal justice system hands down tougher sentences to convicts of color. Finally, Holder took a shot at the Supreme Court Justice John Roberts, who voted to uphold Michigan's ban on affirmative action. On what Holder said was the assumption that the path to ending racial discrimination is to give less consideration to the issues of race together altogether. This presupposes that racial discrimination is a sufficiently low ebb, and it doesn't need to be actively confronted, Holder said. In its most obvious forms, it might be, but discrimination does not always come in the form of a hateful epithet or a Jim Crow-like statute. Mm -hmm. And so we must continue to take account of racial inequality, especially in its less obvious forms, and actively discuss ways to combat it. As Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor wrote uh, recently in an insightful Descent into the, uh, in the Michigan College, I mean, descent in the Michigan College admissions case. We must not wish away rather than confront the racial inequality that exists in our society. The way to stop discrimination on the basis of race is to speak openly and candidly on the subject of race. Amen. 
But uh, you know, President Obama and them ain't doing enough. You know, mm, they sure ain't. Um, but yeah, it's 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 good to see um, you know, f- the first lady and Eric Holder holding it down. Um, for for all the people that you know, cause I think on a black show, you know, the TV show that I'm on uh, weekly. <laughs> um, uh, Elon talked about gray racism and how mm. everything's not always black and white, and mm-hmm. and a lot of people black and white go if it's not a blunt beat you upside the head racism it don't exist and that's a goddamn lie yeah and i you know i appreciate it man speaking of uh that racism though uh we still gotta gotta play our games karen it's time um it's time for fucking with black people uh where's my music there we go We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time for fucking with black people. The game that you love to hate to play. Where we grade racism from zero to 100 uh, in intervals of 25. Uh, and today's contestant is a police chief, police officer. Mm-hmm. Um... A police commissioner in a predominantly white New Hampshire town says he won't apologize for calling President Barack Obama the N-word. He sat with his arms crossed while angry residents at a meeting called for his resignation on Thursday. Wolfboro Police Commissioner Robert Copeland, who's 48 and white, has confirmed in an email to his fellow police commissioners that he did indeed use the racial slur in describing Obama. Well, that was the short version. Um... He said, I believe I did use the N-word in reference to the the current occupant of the White House. Uh, He said in an email to his fellow police commissioners, part of which he forwarded to O'Toole. For this, I do not apologize. He meets and exceeds my criteria for such. Now, only about 20 black people live in Wolf Rural, a town of uh, 6,300 residents. But to me, that's so scary because... I have even less power, and then the the motherfucker that's about justice and protecting and serving Come all on. of us is uh, a racist. Yes. Um, none of the town police departments, 12 full-time officers is black or a member of another minority. Shit. So they're all white. Uh, Carroll County Deputy Sheriff Paul Boyce, who, who's black, is one of the two officers the town employs part-time during the summer to deal with tourists. When asked to comment outside the meeting, he said, I'd love to, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, because they probably told him not to speak about it. Yeah. Uh, town manager David Owens said Thursday that while he finds Copeland's comment reprehensible, he and the board of select men have no authority to remove an elected official. He said he expected a large number of residents would call for his resignation and the police commission at the police commission meeting. And they did more than a hundred people packed to the meeting room at the Wolfboro public library where librarian Joyce Davis said she can't remember an issue in 40 years that has spoke that sparked so much emotion and outcry. Many of the people wore on their shirts, handmade stitching saying resign comments like these, especially coming from a public official are not only inexcusable, but also Terribly, unfortunately, terribly, unfortunately, reflects poorly on your town. Um, 
So, uh, let's see. Commissioner Ryan Goodgame. Ha! Goodgame. What a name. You hang out with, uh, Donnell, the Shotown player? Uh, apparently so. Spanish fly? In response to a challenge from O'Toole about whether he and Commissioner Chairman Job Balboni Jr., I mean, Joseph Balboni Jr. endorsed Copeland's comments. He said, it's neither my view or Commissioner Balboni's view that the remarks are condoned. Um, and of course, uh, there's some people that defend him. Resident Frank Bader mocked those who would take offense to, at Copeland's comments in the state that prizes freedom. All this man did was express his displeasure with the man who's in office. That's all, Karen. By calling him a nigger. That has nothing to do with his core belief and how his job is to protect and serve the people and everybody he served is not white. Mm-hmm. Copeland remained seated at the commissioner's table and staunchly refused to engage the people. Said he wants to think about what's going on and decide if he's going to resign or not. So uh, I got to give him a hundred. Yeah, because he just don't give a rest. And yet I said it and folded his goddamn arms. But I kind of give the story like a uh, fifty. Because most of the people mad, I'm sure, were white people. Yes, yes, and yes. Now, it's it's kind of good to see, like, white yeah. people call another white dude out. Like, this racist, dog. What are you doing? Yeah, like, I don't Making believe, us look bad. I don't believe in that. You you shouldn't be representing me because it's one of those things where, and I think for a lot of people, um, especially, and this might be good or bad, or I might even be wrong, but especially after the Donald Sterling thing, people are like, look, I'm going to start speaking out because all these white folks, white racist folks don't represent me and I'm white. Mm-hmm. And, they, you know, honestly, they were like, hey, we can't have, you know, media and all these people come attack our town over some ignorant ass shit that you said. No, sir, get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's talk about the other thing that we do. Guest race. That is time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. Said now that is time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. That's right, it's time for guest race. The number one game show across going across all of podcast land. We read or play news articles from all over the globe. We ask our contestants today. The chat room is the contestants to guest. The race and their races. All right. Uh, apparently, there's a um, a mix up with a high school sophomore who um, just uh, might be a little older than she says she is. Um, Longview, Texas. A woman is behind bars after allegedly pretending to be an East Texas high school student. Oh my! Charity Ann Johnson, thirty-one was enrolled in New Life Christian School in Longview as a sophomore. Longview police say Johnson was arrested Tuesday at an apartment um, on High Street. Residents told officers they had reason to believe she was lying about her age and wanted assistance in making her leave. Officer Deborah Stiles said Johnson gave the officers the name Cherit Stevens and a birth date of November 24, 1997. This is the information Johnson used to enroll at New Life Christian School. A spokesperson for the school said Johnson was brought in to enroll with a person who was her guardian. She enrolled in school given a date of birth that indicated she was 15. On Tuesday, staff at the school discovered her identification was fake. She had been a student there since October 2013. Tamika Lincoln says back in March, Charity told her she was 15 and needed a place to stay. I sympathized with her and invited her into my home. I took her in as a child. 
did her hair, got her clothes and shoes. <gasps> Liga says Charity claims she was abused by her biological father who has since passed away, along with her biological mother. Lincoln acted as Charity's guardian, guardian and even met with Charity's 10th grade teachers at New Life Christian School. I just don't know why she did it. Why put yourself and others at risk to do something like this, she wonders. I have deep concerns about her being who, who we don't know she is, and then she's out there at school. As soon as Lincoln and Paul Ward suspected Charity was using fake identity, they called a fake identity. They called the police and went straight to the school. Teachers were crying. Students were crying. And her best friend just couldn't believe it. Damn, she had a best friend. Wow. School officials wouldn't go on camera, but they say a notice about the situation was sent home Thursday with students. Lincoln posted a picture of Charity on Facebook and asked if anyone knew her. The response is surprising. I reached out to four different women off of Facebook that she had contacted Florida here in Longview, Minnesota. None of those people have wanted any further contact with Charity. They tell us that they hope she has time in jail to think about the pain she caused with her lies. Wow. She what has she been doing to people? Yeah, she must have been riding around faking people out. Johnson was arrested for failure to identify, uh, giving false fictitious information. She remains in Gray County Jail. While jail records indicate that Johnson is 31, Longview police released a statement Thursday saying she's actually 34. <gasps> the chat room, uh, let's check what their guesses are for this. Um, a lot of people sent me this story, so I guess a lot of people saw it already. Um, Johnny Depp, John Cryer, and Drew Barrymore White. Black says Vent Casey. Like Nas said, I guess she's in her second childhood. Black. Black says Cubicle BC. She chose a birth year of 1997 because that was the year her favorite music group total was hot, black. Uh, the correct answer is black. Hey, they got two pictures of her and like the uh, the first one, she actually like. Hold on, what person missed? <laughs> All right, I'll put the pictures up. Yeah, the first one she looked like an adult. The second one she literally looks well, like Well, the child. first the first picture is her arrest picture. <gasps> oh. Yeah, this is a picture of uh when she got arrested, her mugshot. So, um I put that on the air and then I'll go put the second one, which is a picture of her from like her Facebook page where, you know, I'm she, you know, honestly she does kind of look like a kid, you know, like Yeah, and that other picture she's like a child. Yeah, it also shows you uh, the fucking how great Photoshop and taking the right angle picture is because um, a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people that probably be like, oh, that's a, look at that cutie pie. And then you see that mugshot photo. You're like, what is this? Yeah, she looks she look like a child. Yeah. But, um, yeah, she, she was playing everybody. And my thing is this. What the hell has she been doing? They contacted people that's like, mm, we don't want to have nothing to do with her ass. We don't even want to talk about her. What does she do? Mm-hmm. Um, there's another story um, involving lies, thieves, and more drama. Uh, a couple who stole stranded luggage from passengers diverted away from San Francisco International Airport last year because of the Asiana Airlines crash has been sentenced to jail. Sean Sharif Crudup, 44, and Rachel Elizabeth Thompson, 32, both Richmond residents who work for United Airlines, pleaded no contest to grand theft and possessing stolen property and were sentenced this week to nine months and six months in jail, respectively. 
Both were also given three years probation in order to pay about $6,000 in restitution, the majority of it to Nordstrom department store. Surveillance video show crewed up going into an airport baggage office at the airport, taking a piece of luggage, bringing it out and handing it to Thomas. Miss Thomas, who had taken a bunch of clothing to Nordstrom's to sell it back. Oh, she took a, okay. She took it. Okay. Um, a search warrant was issued for their home in Richmond. A large number of items were found there. Crudup and Thomas were arrested at the airport where the thefts occurred. They were heading to Hawaii on July 25th, 2013, Crudup's birthday, three days before Thomas. Thievery, uh, when no one's around, I find it deplorable, especially if they're taking advantage of a case like this. I find it a serious breach of trust, Wagstaff said last year. Well, as long as no, I mean, if people were around, then it's different. <laughs> What the fuck did that statement mean? The victim in the case was flying to San Francisco from the from the Cayman Islands. Uh, their luggage contained several pieces of jewelry and clothing worth about $30,000. Mm. But the victim's plane was diverted. And Wagstaff said in the interview, uh, first to Houston and finally to Los Angeles, where they rented a car to drive north. But when they arrived at the luggage area of San Francisco, their baggage was nowhere to be found. The prosecutor did not identify the victims. The Asiana crash last year killed three young Chinese students who were aboard Flight 214 and injured nearly 200 other passengers and crew members. It also wreaked havoc on airline operations in the Bay Area for several days, canceling outgoing flights, causing a large number of incoming flights to be diverted. Uh, guess the race of the couple um, in this case who decided to uh, rob the luggage of the people, um, you know, the people involved, man. Let's see what the chat room says. As I don't care nothing about y'all being dead. Plane crash sounds like an opportunity for free stuff. Sticky finger, Bonnie and Clyde Black. Oh, my. And it was on the run. Coming never. Project dwelling Negroes trying to come up higher than their station in life. Names you got to hear twice to pronounce right. Richmond Black. Due to the time they got in jail, go white. Ratchet Photoshop experts. Blackity Black Menzies workers. Soft shoe specialists. Menthol anyone. Wow, everybody's going black on this, and they're right. It is black. One person took white. And one person went white. It is black. Yeah, I'll put it in the chat room so you guys can see a picture of what they actually look like. But, um, yeah, black as hell. Black as hell is the correct answer. Let's go to the ah! bonus round. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. It's the bonus round against the race where everything's worth double the points. Double the racism. So far, uh, everybody's pretty close, neck and neck. Let's see how you guys do in the bonus round. All right. What a crazy, crazy story. Um, let me see. Let me get a good one here. Wesley Heights Elementary security of officials initiated a stakeout Tuesday after surveillance footage reportedly caught a 29-year-old man hanging used condoms on a school's on the school's door, according to court testimony. Oh, used condoms. Did on the elementary school door, Karen. Did, did he make cupcakes with the sperm? Oh. Terrence Wilson faced four counts of public indecency, four counts of littery, four counts of criminal trespass, four counts of loitering, loitering on school property during the Thursday morning 
uh, recorded court hearing. Fuck house of being a fucking idiot. School security foot, uh, f- school security review surveillance tapes Tuesday after employees repeatedly found used condoms on the Amber Drive school doors. The used condoms were first discovered Saturday. Did police, children find them? I don't know. Oh. Police, police say tapes show Wilson nightly climbing over the fence into the school's courtyard, usually between 10 p.m. and 10.30. Wilson is accused of then stripping and masturbating before hanging up the used condoms. <gasps> When officers arrived uh, to back up school security Tuesday, they found Wilson hiding behind a bush with his boxer shorts around his ankles. Wilson later told an officer he committed to act school because he was uncomfortable masturbating in his home and wanted a place where he could be alone. Nigga, you alone at home, ain't you? What just happened to the bathroom? Oh, no. Guess the bathroom ain't private enough. Gotta, you know, I got to do the scenery of the trees and the woods and the smell of children. Yeah, like I need to. Be around these swings. Yeah, ain't nothing more sexually stimulating than some Play-Doh or some Elmer's glue. Check the chat room. They were used white. Too white for scepter. Too much thought went into this white. This sounds like a crackhead that hangs around nature's for a row, black. He just wanted to make it nasty, black. Oh, my. Nasty white man. Uh, so white he's clear, says Pat. <laughs> the correct answer is he is black. He black, y'all. We have to show you a picture. I was shot he was black too. If you guess black. For those who guessed black, that was your claps. I'm putting it in the chat room. Um, I feel like you guys should have all got this right because, I mean, his name was like Terrence Wilson or some shit, and that's pretty much the blackest name that uh, you can get. So um not sure how any of you missed that one. How many white dudes named Terrence Wilson are there? Um, but this is picture in the chat room. Yeah, he black. And he looks like, you know, a dude with that struggle hairline. Jacking off in the, the school playground. Um, all right, well, I'll give you one more. Maybe let's see if you guys can get this one right. Okay, guys, I know that was a tough one, so we'll try. We'll try one more. See. One more to make 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 it up. So this is time for for some of y'all to get Indicted back in the game. And arrested a suspect in that murder of a little boy in Potsdam two and a half years ago. The man long mentioned in connection with the murder is in jail tonight. Seven News reporter John Moore picks up the story. 100% innocent. That's all I have to say. Long rumored to be a suspect, Nick he's Hillary is now behind bars. Though he still contends he's innocent, police and prosecutors feel differently. I think it's a very emotional day. It's, it's the start. It's not the conclusion. Uh, it's the start of the process. Nick Hillary has been brought finally to court to answer to these charges. A grand jury issued an indictment, a single count of second-degree murder. Hillary, a soccer coach at Clarkson University, now accused of the October 2011 murder of 12-year-old Garrett Phillips. As the indictment was issued, Hillary agreed to turn himself in to Potsdam police, but didn't show up. We waited and waited. We gave him a deadline. We waited an additional half hour to 45 minutes after that deadline, and he still did not turn himself in, and so we, uh, the Potsdam police went and... Uh, we picked Mr. Hillary up at his residence on Roy Street. Any kind of resistance whatsoever? No. 
Hillary was ordered held without bail for a second arraignment on Friday, which his attorney is expected to attend. Meanwhile, Clarkson has put him on administrative leave. John Moore, 7 News. All right. So, chat room. Guess the race. Uh, and his first name is Oral. His nickname is Nick Hillary. So, Oral Nick Hillary. Let's check the chat room too. what they believe. Give him a chance to turn himself in. White. Black folks don't coach, coach soccer. White. Finally brought to court. Whiter than a Garth Brooks concert. Oh, ma. Immoral oil. And Negro Montalia, that is not a race. Unless you're saying more oil is white. So that makes him white. I don't know. Chance to turn himself in on murder charges. White. So privileged he thought he didn't need to go to jail on time. White man. White, says Black Rob. The correct answer is black. Yeah, let that one sink in. You deserve it. <laughs> the crowd, the crowd getting kind of. They kind of outraged at him. Yeah, you guys all missed it. You blew it. Can't believe that. You let us all down, you racist sons of bitches. Um, but the good news is maybe you're not as racist as you thought you were, guys. Um, all right. Sword ratchetness. Los Angeles, a suspect armed with a samurai sword remained in stable condition the day after he was wounded in an officer-involved shooting in South Los Angeles. The officers involved were confronted by a suspect wielding a samurai-type sword. The confrontation occurred around 4 p.m. Thursday in the area of 64th and Main Streets, where officers encountered the suspect and then chased him into a building, said Officer Wendy Reyes. Um, the, an unidentified suspect was hospitalized, and no officers were hurt in the incident. Uh, San, Filippi, San Filippo said no further details are immediately available. So, okay. Sometimes you get a happy ending, like the sword owner gets shot, you know. Not a uh, happy ending. Unfortunately, he lived, so not completely happy. St. Louis police say a 57-year-old woman assaulted her husband with a medium-sized sword. That's right, guys. Oh, they so, come small, medium, and large? And it's not always men. The incident happened Tuesday. The woman's husband called police and said his wife called, came home and cut him with the sword. The man was cut on the hand. He was taken to an area hospital where he was treated and released. His wife was taken into custody at the, at the scene. So... Uh, that, you know, you trust these women with your lives, literally. And, uh, they come home sometimes and they just decide today is the day. Today is the day. We're going to get all of these problems solved, you know. With this sword. Yeah. Cut through all the tension in the house. Literally um, and figuratively. Mm-hmm. A University of Wisconsin-Madison graduates. Oh, wait. What? Fuck this. Uh, Quincy, Illinois. P- Quincy police say an officer was forced to tase a naked man after he started swinging a samurai sword at bystanders. Oh my. Yeah, he need to be tased. Should have tased him for not having no clothes on. Ain't that the truth? You, you're traumatized by a sword and a dick. Yes, you need to be tased, sir. Lieutenant Jason Simmons says officers were called to a residence, uh, around 10.30 a.m. after receiving a report of a mentally disturbed naked man in his yard. When the first officers arrived, the man went into the home, came back out with a samurai sword. The man then started swinging the sword at bystanders in the area. The officers then tased the man to get him to calm down. Once backup arrived, the man was taken into custody. See, this is why I can never be a police officer. 
one, they have a job one i'm just gonna kill you two i'm not touching your naked body you know and that like that's disgusting i would drive by your house if i was a cop <laughs> we, got, we got a naked man in the yard with a sword uh yeah 10 4 i see him i'm i'm riding by right now i'm just gonna go ahead and pass him and uh you guys let me know how y'all work that out thank you know when backup get here um the the man was then taken to blessing hospital for treatment no one was injured in the accident and simmons says no charges are anticipated at this time so um that's your sore ratchetness for today uh thank you everybody um for coming out to listen to the live show and stuff Thanks for everybody um, who uh, supports us through either premium subscribers, donating, donating to the show, leave five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, spreading the word on Twitter and social media. We appreciate the fuck out of you guys. Couldn't do it without you. Hope you guys enjoy the premium shows uh, from yesterday, The Nerd Off mm-hmm. and the Godzilla Movie Review. Um, and we'll be back tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, until then... I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah.